Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO cast. I'm Chris, back here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. If you hear my kid in the background, it's because our schedules are so crazy. I am just trying to deal with life right now. So here we go. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's coming through. Make sure you check out our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcastgaming. We do have some fun stuff with Mr. J. He did some fun stuff later on. We're going to get a report from Tim on that. But we're going to start right now with the Bob Chappick news. So CEO Bob Chappick has established his three pillars of success for the next century of the Walt Disney Company. Now, only thing I saw was that they want to become more, um, what they said, was it uh, guest focused is what, it, what they were saying, something like that? Yeah, well, he's got a whole bunch. He's, you know, you got that. Then was he was wanting to get what more like adult um, or mature um, stuff going to on Disney Plus or whatnot. That's why the um, rumor was is that if it, everyone thinks that Disney Plus and Hulu is going to do some sort of merger kind of thing, right? Uh, and I mean, it makes sense too because they got a big stake in it. Disney does. In I, Hulu. Well, I mean, only. I think only America is the only place where you can get other shows on Disney Plus. America is yeah. the only place. Yeah. Well, and I mean, because what it's um, what's the Disney one where they do the uh, the studios where they do more of the like rated R movies or. Uh, oh, what? Touchstone. Touchstone Pictures. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's almost like a touchdown for Disney Plus type deal. Anyways. Yeah. yeah so. His three specific pillars are storytelling, excellence, innovation, and relentless focus on the audience. So there you go. Uh, so, you know, he's got to do it because Iger just left. So he's got to, you know, with all the backlash. It's... And, and my thing is, is he's he's trying. I mean, I don't know what else he could do. You know what I mean? Like, what, what else yeah. do you want him to do? He's trying to make a difference. I get it. Some people don't really, I don't know. I I don't think some people really care about what he's saying. They just want to hate him. Yeah. And the thing is, is, I mean, he was dealt a tough hand from the get go, something that nobody could have anticipated as far as a global pandemic happening. Right. Um, Right. When, you know, you take over a huge company. So, I mean, you know, now, you know, after that, I mean, we're kind of through, not through it, but, you know, we're, we're in it and it's been some time has passed. So when they're saying the, the live with it thing, so he, he's taken the right steps, I think personally, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And the, and the hardest thing is, is like, you know, we all know, and I had to do it a couple of times too, is whether, you know, you get a new new boss or new someone and the one that you had before was like almost like a once in a lifetime or has done a lot um mm-hmm. and well liked is you can't compare them to the one that has just left like no i got can't do that that's not fair to him and he could be the next you know best thing but you know comparing it to what's already there or what has just left is you know yeah. sometimes you got to step back and reassess so yeah there's a there's a lot of stuff that i think that um i think bob chapek's gonna do good for the company especially because he does kind of have to prove himself now so 
for for me personally, I'm 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 hopeful because people got to remember. So there's there's a board, you know, and Bob Iger is no longer associated with that board. So that means that basically any decision they make is on their own and there's not going to be any backlash, even though I don't think if Bob Iger said Bob needs to go and they put someone else in there, I don't think anyone would complain. But there are people who would say, look, this is not fair. He he didn't get a fair shake, whatever. Let's give him a chance. We'll see what happens. And, you know, this next thing that on our agenda is kind of some a decision that he probably helped make, which is Pixar's turning red is skipping theaters and is now releasing exclusively on Disney Plus March 11th. And I did see I saw two separate articles next saying the lack of theatrical run for turning red reportedly leaves Pixar staff extremely disappointed. But I saw one where they said they did understand, though. So while they are disappointed, they understand. And I think the main reasoning is, is there's this boost in uh, the Omicron that's going around as shutting stuff down again. Why would you risk a, a, I would call a false start, basically, where the numbers will look bad? You know, if you release it in theaters and no one goes because the theaters are either closed or no one wants to go to the movies, that doesn't show the true, you know, the true success of the movie. Whereas they can tell you, look, this movie's amazing and did great on Disney Plus, which I'll watch anything with the red panda in it. So I'm kind of excited about that. Um I am gonna watch it. But I have noticed so um like that movie Encanto, um Justin he even said, you know, his wife and kids went and watched it and legitimately like a week and a half later it was on Disney Plus. And he was like, wait, what? How's it? And I didn't even realize I forgot that it was even coming out and turning reds the same thing. There have not been the same fanfare that we used to get for like Frozen or for Mulan and all these commercials you would see on TV. There's been nothing. The only reason why I knew about Encanto was because of a YouTube. My son was watching a YouTube video and it came up as a commercial. And then um, turning red, I saw it because it was kind of like a, um, I think it was like one of the Disney previews I watched. So they're not pushing the the advertising for it. So I don't know if they're confused, if they're lost. Um, I hope it does really well because Pixar staff deserve what's best for them, which is a successful launch, you know? And I mean, I don't know. I I feel like, I feel like some people are going to take it the wrong way, but I don't know. I'm kind of excited for it. And I hope that they create something new, you know, a lot of these things are making a last minute decision where they're like, okay, this one's going Disney plus. Okay. This one's going to theaters. So maybe there's something we don't know that maybe they're planning or changing. And there is something I've added to this that I think may be a sign of something, but we'll talk to when we get to it. Um, so fingers crossed this does good. Cause I love Pixar. I want them to succeed. Um, but one thing that Disney did was Spider-Man No Way Home swings to $1.53 billion at the global box office. That's Crazy. insane. Crazy. Yeah, it's insane. And it actually shocked me a little bit because I was like, you know, I really enjoyed it. It was probably my favorite Spider-Man movie aside from um, the first two with Tobey Maguire. Um but I was I was kind of shocked because I was like, you know, all the COVID stuff's kicking up. But uh, when I went to the theater, I went on an afternoon after it had already been out for, I think, a week. And still popular people in there like crazy. So 
Well, and the funny thing is, it was released December 17th, so it's not even a month old yet. Yep. It's already got, um, what does it say? 1.53. So, I mean, and the budget 1. was... 1.53 billion. And we, as we already yeah. said, um, Morbius did get delayed more than likely because this is going to get put in the extended in the theater. And there's rumors that they are thinking about adding deleted scenes, like so making it longer and putting it in the theater. So there's already rumors of them adding certain things to the movie that they took out to begin with because it is doing so well. And I guarantee if they did that, I don't know how that I don't know how that qualifies towards the total box office. Cause I know like when they do re-releases, so they re-release Titanic, that does go towards its box office, even yeah. though it's it's not the original run. But I mean if they did that, you gotta think one point five three billion, even if half those people went back and saw it. It's clearing two billion, just with oh, the yeah. re the re not even the people that are still going because I guarantee there's gonna be people going for the next month, but maybe yeah. uh, we knew maybe they knew something we didn't. And that's why Morbius got delayed. So, right, it is and what the funny it is. Thing is is the budget for that was two hundred million. Yep. Yes. Yep. I mean, two hundred million is a lot, anyways. But you know. But do you think? Do you like think? One and a half billion. Do you think that? With the advancements in technology that the budgets, even though they say that they're like 200, 300 million, that you're getting more bang for your buck because the technology is so refined. Because yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't you think that the CGI and stuff got a lot better? Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look when like, um, oh, what was the first one that had big CGI? <laughs> like, um, you know, like Avatar or I mean, even like the Terminator movies and, and all of that, you know, with the. With the CGI or Matrix, you know that was another big one as far as CGI and different camera works and whatnot. And now you compare that to well, this movie, it's like you said, technology's come a lot of way, and now you're getting more um, bang for your buck because everyone's using that technology and it's readily available. Exactly. Mandalorian with the the void and everything doing that, you know now, and that's changed all the shows. They're using that exactly. Yep, I think they said Boba Fett was not filmed that way, but yeah, but there was another one that was filmed that way. Obi Wan. Okay, yeah, there you go. Obi Wan was filmed that way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, next, we have the fans gather to pay last respects to Shrek 4D on closing night at Universal Studios, Florida. Uh, I just threw that in there because I saw a a picture of a whole bunch of people lined up out you know gathered it's outside sad. of it as far as you know wanting to uh to write it exactly so exactly you know, r.i.p trick yep no more um next we have so tim okay tim's gonna bring to us the comments from mr j about universal studios hollywood attendance during christmas time as compared to disneyland okay so i'm gonna pose a question to you now take okay. out like just the obviously you know you're partial to disney i'm partial to disney just with everything i mean nothing against universal but you know universal's there but disney's top of the mountain now if you were to go to one of the two well how to pose this if you were to um like say go to universal during the christmas season and then mm-hmm. go to disneyland during the christmas season how do you think attendance in both parks would be? 
Um, I, I would assume that uh, Universal is probably a lot more dead because I believe the only Christmas time stuff themed stuff is would be the Hogwarts area, but that's still not. It's it's always like well, that. You, so well, it's not. Kind of t- I mean, kind of take the the like the Christmas decorations and everything out of. Oh, it. I would still just, say Universal. Just, just I would still say Universal. Oh, still say Universal. Yeah. So if you were to you know go to one of the parks, you would probably say um universal you would you would be able to ride more rides there even though they you know don't have a lot of rides like disneyland than than disney you would hope so but i do i do know even though it shouldn't be christmas theme but you know the grinch i mean that thing's been popping on tiktok the the person that plays the grinch has been drawing in people people are going there bringing onions just to to basically give him a gift and the actor who plays the grinch in the in there is amazing does a great job yeah so <laughs> the reason i asked is so mr j he went down um he had family come in from um uh out of the country and so uh where we live at california and we're more so in the i technically we're southern california but we're not in la um anyways so they were going to go to la to universal to disneyland um and a cu- couple other things just down there because the family that's uh, his family that's come haven't gone in a long time. Like I said, they live out of the country. So he's like, you know, he was telling, telling my wife this. He's like, you know what? Like, so uh, another question for you. What is, um, and you may know this, you may, may not, the big difference in the locations of Universal Studios Hollywood versus disneyland well i think isn't uh disneyland's more centralized because universal studios is kind of off a beaten path you have to go to like a random spot yeah yeah that well and they're in two different counties oh Uh, disneyland orange county universal studios la county now you may kind of know where i'm going with this well with state of california different counties have different uh mask mandates so, L.A. County, you have to wear your mask, you know, basically uh, outside in both indoors and outdoors. For Disneyland, Orange County, um, I believe I don't think you have to wear them. Maybe I think it's just indoors because that's the state of California. So, with Mr. Jayco, and he said um, going to Universal Studios Hollywood is that, excuse me, that they did the whole park in no time flat and the longest they had to wait for any ride was 15 20 minutes maybe half hour he said it was just completely dead because everyone's not really going because of either they got to wear masks for you know la county or, or whatever that is where when he went to disneyland he said it wasn't jam-packed but it was more so you know there's more people there obviously with the, the decorations and everything at disneyland but with only having to wear the mask indoors were at LA County and Universal Hollywood, you know, having to wear the mask the whole time. He said that it was just, you know, miserable. Yeah. Well, miserable, but he said it was dead. Absolutely nobody there. He did the yeah. whole park in no time. You know, had to wait maybe 15, 20 minutes in like the long quote unquote, the longest line there. Right. But it, he's like, it was the perfect time to go. Now, you know, probably, you know, at when there's 
no mask mandate or just, you know, the normal time of year, I bet you that place, I don't want to say packed, but probably packed for um, Universal Studios. And I, see, I was I was trying I was trying not to let my Florida bias affect me because there's been like 30, 40 videos I've seen of people going when they kick you out of the, uh, being a, when you're an annual pass holder and you can't get in the parks for Christmas. Where do you go? And it says Universal and it's cheaper. And I right. do know. And that's what the what's what's kind of crazy is because Universal in L.A., they had a deal. I think it was in like November. If you bought an annual pass, it got you in. Like there was no blackouts for all the holidays. Like you got in no matter what. Yeah, no, that was kind of basically them, you know, giving maybe a little, little middle finger to uh, to Disney, and it's so cheap, you know, just cheaper too. It's it's um, cheap, and I and you know what's funny is I didn't even think about this when you're asking. I did see a handful of videos where people were legit like doing the wand stuff in in hot in uh, Harry Potter world. Yeah, and there was not like anyone around like there was just a one person standing at a door and doing it right and then there was nobody walking by which and i mean i will say when i did watch the videos of the grand openings and whatnot there there wasn't that as many people as you would think as like with i mean tim wasn't there but i went for the grand opening of watching we were there me and you were there for the last running six years ago the last running of the animals for uh big thunder ranch barbecue yep and that was packed because of that. And yep. when we yeah, went no for the grand opening of Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, we were there the first day and we were in line. It actually didn't take that long. But like when you get a brand new ride in Disneyland, it's a, a whole fan fest ordeal. And I, well, and but did he, but he did at least enjoy himself still at Universal, even with the masks? Oh, oh yeah. No. And, and he's okay. uh, very precautious as well. Um, it, so he, because even when they went to Disney World over this past summer, and you know it wasn't as uh, you know restrictive, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, as restrictive, and there wasn't as much uh, uh, you know uh, high cases over there when they went, and he mm-hmm. was mindful, you know, hey, uh, you know, trying to stay away from bigger crowds over there. It's more open, so you can kind of walk walk around um, and know get, get out of those uh uncomfortable situations been and when he said didn't feel comfortable or had to walk through an area and didn't he's like ah you know what he just put his mask on and nobody didn't say anything nobody nobody cares i mean well i i think i mean this is going to sound bad but you in their in their mind or what in, your, in their head well, and how many times have you and i been somewhere you know when we went to disneyland we saw a handful of people and this was 2006 16 people yeah. wearing masks they were you know from yeah. other countries and that's just what they do in those countries so right. i mean seeing someone else wear a mask i don't think i don't think it's you know because i will say so connor from Hong Kong's cantina lives works in florida he's very close to the parks and he said like while you see on tv that oh it's the wild wild west he goes a lot of people are still wearing masks and a lot of restaurants are still requiring people to wear masks, you know, not late as of late, but when the pandemic was at its peak with the more um, dangerous variant, they were trying to keep it, you know, and it wasn't as sexy for, you know, certain parties of people to say, oh, look, you know, they're out here just having fun. And they don't want to point out, well, a lot of businesses are requiring people to 
mask up and be, you know, okay. So, you know, I'm glad he still had fun, but I can understand, especially in the, in the, in the, in the work, in the field that he's in, he already has to deal with this on a daily basis. And you don't want to go to the parks because there's a girl that's going viral on TikTok right now who she's getting swabbed at a drive through COVID thing. And she's like, it was so worth it. And then she shows the picture of Disneyland and it's insane. They're shoulder to shoulder. Everyone's right next to each other. And right now for me personally, I don't think if we were to go, we were thinking about going in March. I was like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I love Disneyland. Like I was gung ho to go last year. And I was like, we were going to, we were going to go because I have not been to star Wars land yet. I have not been able to go on any of the rides because we were planning to go exactly a year after it opened, which was during COVID. So, but seeing how everything is, I have a three-year-old and while I'm, I'm okay with it, he does have respiratory issues. Um, and I just don't, I don't know, man, it's, it's scary. And him saying what he said though, you know, I would probably wear my mask more than not. And uh, I'm glad he had fun though, because man, I miss Disney so much. Like, and the thing is, is I I'll go to an empty quote unquote empty park. If I just have to wear a mask and go, you're getting the best bang for your buck. You don't have to go long lines or anything like that. And everyone else has to wear the mask because that's the law in that County. So uh, all I have to do is just wear this thing, you know, over my mouth and they make, you know, comfortable masks or whatever everyone has no but you can't you um it has to be it has to go around the uh it has to go into your chin disneyland yeah yeah but i mean you know they mine don't my masks don't go under my chin well and you can't wear the uh like the net gators the gators and stuff yeah yeah which i didn't i didn't like those either i wore those to costco because i could breathe through them real easy when the pandemic first started um, I do actually, you know what? I have a Deadpool mask that actually goes around my chin and I have a couple of ones, other ones for those that don't know, go to Etsy. Etsy has some amazing, cause I have a beard. It's amazing ones that go under your beard. They're fantastic. Yeah. No, cause I wear the net gator at work just because it's just easy for me. Um, well, I don't have to wear it until Friday anyways, cause that's when I'll quote unquote be fully vaccinated. So, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'd go there and wear a mask if, hey, I'm paying and I don't have to deal with the crowds and get through the whole park and then yep. probably go through and do more. Or if I go to Disneyland, I'm paying more, have to deal with more people and more crowds. And yep. It's not. And, and like you said, people being shoulder to shoulder or just closer in the bubble, you know, where before, hey, six feet, stand on the marker. Oh, hey, yeah, nope, stand on the marker. You're too, too close. And now it's like, yeah, well, you know have have at it so i mean it's to to each their own so and like you said you got a three yards three year old so you have to be mindful respiratory issues you know i have a newborn premature Mm -hmm. respiratory issues so yep you know you it has to be even more so because hey i want to go heck yeah i'd want to go but i gonna really you come back you leave your your kid at home and then you come back and you get them sick too it's just it's not worth it to me on that part of it yeah exactly so but that was i figured i'd throw throw that in there and it was really thank you mr j yeah thank you for the observation because i greatly appreciate it and i know a lot of people don't really go like they won't go to the parks you know, during the certain times of year for one reason or another. And you went during the time that I love to go through. 
So right. um, I'm glad you did that because then I kind of get my my fix for now. So yeah. um, let us know if you're going to the parks. You've been to the parks recently because I want to know to um, uh, I want to I want to pick people's brains about how they did it and what they did. Uh, but let us know linktree l i n k t r dot e e slash fomocast gaming. Um, the next thing we have real quick, um, the uh, Daredevil and Punisher writers reportedly are joining the Disney Plus Echo series, which makes me excited because this may be the first series that's going to go a little bit darker than what we've had so far. Even though, I mean, Falcon the Winter Soldier was pretty dark. Tim didn't see this one. This is kind of a spoiler, but uh, the new Captain America smashes a dude's head in with the shield, Cap shield. He legit nice. is, he smashes his head in. You don't see it, but you see the blood on the shield. So that's kind of crazy. Um, but um, maybe this is going to hint at something that's going to happen in the future. I don't know. Um, maybe it's going to be a little darker. So we'll see. Um, next, we have a Nerf. It says it's limited, but it's LMTD Star Wars Book of Boba Fett. EE3 Blaster is up for pre-order. It looks amazing. It is the gun that he carries around in, in everything. And I love the look of it. It's very bright colors. They over-exaggerate to make it look like the original costume to make it more bright and, and vibrant. So I really, really like it. And uh, I don't want to get it, though, because my son's a too good of a shot so far with just throwing stuff. And he gets a gun is going to shoot me in the face. I can already tell you that. Well, and, and, and the nice thing, it's Nerf. And you know what they say, it's Nerf or nothing. So, Yeah. Um, the Squid Game actor, O. Jung Su, he won a Golden Globe. He is the older gentleman that uh, I'm not going to spoil anything to say. He's the oldest person. He's number one. Um, very excited for him. First award, and I think he's in his 70s, I think. Um, so that's kind of cool. Or he's in his 80s, I can't remember. So, and then this is the next thing I wanted to, I added this last minute. It just came out. So there was a new show that Fox has been pushing like crazy. It's been on every single commercial break for the NFL. It's on everything. It's called Monarch. And it's starring Susan Sarandon and Trace Adkins. And it was like a, it, it looks like it's they're trying to be like a Yellowstone, but run by a woman with, with Susan Sarandon. And really all these ads and they're pushing it back until the fall schedule because of COVID complications. I don't know what that even means. And what that's telling me is, is that that they don't think, because they could have pushed it back two weeks and been fine. Because there's a window. It's like the first two weeks. It's the last week of January to like the first two weeks of February. They do those spring replacements. So if they cancel a show early or if they want to see if people like a show, they do a short run in the spring before summer so you have a new show to watch and there they don't think that the covid thing's going to get fixed until at least fall that's what that tells me i don't know how tim reads into it but that's what i think it means because they don't want to push it back two weeks yeah well and the crazy thing is is it said i just kind of googled it right now and like you said they delayed it two weeks before their premiere i mean it says right here you know episode one january 30th so it uh that's kind of last minute on that. So then all I could think is all I could think is, is some of these shows they'll have like the first three episodes ready to go. And they are still working on the next ones to complete. And all I could think is, is that they think that this is going to get delayed more than a month is what they think. Yeah. Yeah. 
I so mean, either that or like we were talking about earlier, you got a lot of people that are getting sick right now and mm-hmm. maybe they have not this. I mean, I guess you call an outbreak or call it, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, a group of people get sick that they come back. Oh. Another group gets sick and then they, you know, come back and- not as far as coming back and getting other people sick. But just not. It's not like everyone gets sick. So everyone gets it's delaying the whole production. Stop and then come back. Where, like you said, if they only have um, just a couple episodes filmed and they're trying to film, but there's not enough people or lack of people and not running everyone, you know, ragged like we were talking about earlier. Uh, you know, it could be that. It's like you know what? Let's just push it back. We've, yep. we've done all of the um, you know advertisement for it. Push it back, and then that way we'll kind of see how it progresses from there i i don't know i, I mean you got the honky tonk but donga donk himself so you better not screw this up because trace adkins is hilarious and i want to see him in a drama that's my goal for this year so and susan sarandon like i was i saw susan sarandon and when i first saw the commercial i'm like is that susan sarandon and i'm like right. what's going what's going on it's like when you see certain things like you see guest stars and you're like, wait, what? Like this week of Boba Fett, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a person in there that you're like, wait, what? You know, huh? Right. You're just like, uh. actually two people, Tim will know uh, one of the other people. Most people won't know the other person, but Tim will know the person. Um, and it won't spoil anything. If I say who it is, I'm going to tell you afterwards who it is. It doesn't spoil anything. Cause he's just a character. But right. when I saw him, I was like, Oh no, I'm going to hate this episode. I love the third episode. A lot of people are, are not liking it. I do. Um, but yeah, uh, good luck to Monarch. I am going to try and watch it just because of all this drama now and see if it's worth it. So we'll see. And um, we have the extremely sad news. This is two podcasts in the row. We haven't been doing the desk because we do just mainstream now, bigger people. And sadly, as everyone knows over the weekend, it was Bob Saget, you know, full house and, uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, uh, he passed away. And there was no signs of foul play, they said, or drugs. Um, I will say I'm pretty sure allegedly, you know, he started in the late 80s, and that was the big time for there's certain kind of drugs. And, you know, also, uh, you know, he was a stand-up comedian, a a filthy stand-up comedian. Um, My favorite modern-day role would be on the Dumb and Dumberer when he was in that one. And he played the dad and he was yelling about something that happened and it was kind of funny. Um, he was also in half baked. That's the first time I saw him since full house was in half baked. That's crazy, huh? Cause right. he says something super inappropriate in that too. And that was just him. And, um, I love seeing him on TikTok. I watched a TMZ video thing today and he legitimately was so friendly with the paparazzi and he'd, he would tell him like, I don't do interviews. And he'd give him some wise wisdom, whether it was funny or not. And, um, this one hurt worse today because I saw a bunch of the videos, people falling, started releasing stuff from Fuller house when he got super emotional talking about how he was so proud when they're, they're doing the table read for the last season about how proud he was of, you know, uh, Jody Sweeten and of the Olsen twins and the Candace Cameron Burr. He's like, when I started the show, they were kids themselves, so they grew up with my daughter. I, was, I only had one daughter when I started this, and they grew up together, and Steph, uh, Jody would come over to his house and, you know, play with his daughter, and he was just, like, you know, super emotional, and it 
you can tell he truly loved all of them and all the interviews I've been seeing, like him defending the Olsen twins for not coming on the show kind of thing. And he would just seem like an amazing person. And, um, it's, it's a sad time when he was only 65 and, um, he was just doing a tour, man. And that's, what's crazy is, is that dude, he, he looked a little thicker in the face, but I think that's just 65 year old person face. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a rough weekend, rough weekend. Right. right exactly. Well, and you know, like we were talking about earlier this past month has been rough, you know, everyone, you know, with Betty White and America's grandma passing away and now they got America's dad passed away, you know, Bob Saget. So, you know, the end of 2021 beginning of 2022 hasn't been, uh, hasn't been that, that great. So, but no. I mean, like you said, you know, you know, with, uh, with Bob Saget, Full house or whatnot. I always, you know, remember America's Funniest Home Videos. You know, going home and, and watching that. Yep. Um, and then you know when who uh, was oh Tom Bergeron when he because he was the next host after him yes. or next longer term host after him. And when Tom Bergeron was done, uh, they did the final one at uh, Disneyland. And Bob Saget came up in the car says, "You ready?" They both jump in and they ride down Main Street. I'm like. Oh, that's cool. I even see, you know, all of a sudden it's like, hey, that's that's Bob Saget. And all of a sudden you got the two of them, you know, going down. So it was it was cool seeing, uh, you know, you know, Bob Saget always come through that that door on America's Funniest Home uh, home videos. So the you know, first person to bring us cat videos before right. YouTube, it was Bob Saget. <laughs> right. The cat yeah. videos and nutshot videos. That was him, man. On on VHS. I mean, you, um, it wasn't a camera on your phone. Those weren't even thought about. He, in the so. first season, I think it was of America's Funniest Home Videos, he brought out that giant camcorder. He right. came out with that giant camcorder all the time. Yeah. And I was like, you old watch the old ones. And it's like, man, I remember That's, this. Seeing the date yeah. in the bottom corner. Right. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Now you can just upload them straight to the the Facebook page. So well, uh, you now know. it is like on those how they look, you know, old and grainy. Now you there's that's a filter. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. That, that you could put on. It's like um, no, actually, I could get a VHS and show you the actual legit one. You know, the OG one. So, yeah. But all right. So, uh, all right. He's, he's, we're gonna miss him. Yeah. You know, thoughts to his family. I know he has. He had. I think he had three daughters, and he had a. His wife, he has a newer wife. I think they did not, they didn't get married not too long ago, and he, she's younger. So uh, it's a rough one. Um, we're going to end it with that, though, and then go on to our Disney Parks pile because there is a lot of stuff to go on because um, let's just say Disney World had a very, very rough week this week um, with a certain things we talked about last week going to garbage. So real quick, so Tokyo Disney Resort attaches – Tiny snowplows to monorails to combat ice and snow. I did hear about this. They're having like record snowfall for those areas and it's getting really, really cold. Yeah, but it, it's cool. You have to, you know, Google it and look at the image because, you know, you see snow plows on big trucks or on like trains or whatnot, the front of it. Well, on a monorail, it's like a little tiny because all it has to do is just knock it off the beam. The beam's not as wide as a monorail. It's, you know, the monorail rights on the beam. So, it looks uh, it looks cute, and obviously, you know, it has snowed there before, so it's not something that they just, you know, made overnight. It's you know, I'm sure it's something that they've had and used before, but it looks just looks so cute. 
<laughs> um, they have five new vegan flavors that are coming to Salt and Straw at Downtown Disney. Doesn't pertain to me because I'm not a vegan, so la da um, They have revealed the closing date for the second time of Earl's Sandwich and Sugar Boo and Co. in uh, Downtown Disney. That's yep. um, that's rough. That's rough. Well, and the thing with it is, so start the Starbucks over there was another one that's already closed. It's, right. It's done. So Earl's well, they have two. Was, they had two downtown Disney though. Starbucks. Yeah, there's two. Yeah, there's a West Side and the East Side. This is the um, West Side one. Um, there, so the Earl's sandwich will close January 24th, and the uh, Sugar Boone Company will close January 16th. Like I said, Starbucks is already closed. But the thing is, is that Earl's sandwich? It's popular, so it's got to. I, I think somebody else, another podcast, they said that they may open up like a mobile location. So I wonder they, if they they'll have bring to. Like a, like I a think, food truck type deal out there or whatnot. Weren't, weren't you the one that told us about like their Thanksgiving dinner sandwich they have or something yep. like that? Yep. Because I yeah, remember that's... when we went there, I, I wasn't in the mood for it because we went, I think it was in October or November for the Disney race. We went the second one that year. And oh, I yeah. remember when I was there that you had mentioned it and I saw it and it was massive and it was a lot of food. And that's what people like about it is you get good food and you get a lot of it. They pack the meat on there. It's not like a Subway sandwich. Sorry, yep. Subway, if you want to sponsor, do better on your meat. But and this <laughs> but, does, just does this does have to be hard for them because, I mean, this is the second time that this has happened. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And with that, I mean, going back to the, the sandwich, like you said, the Thanksgiving one is it was like really good, is what you know everyone said, and you got everything on it. Um, but. I mean, every time we've gone there, it has, it's always busy. Sometimes, you know, depending on what time you go, you go around like, you know, lunchtime, dinner time. of course it's going to be packed because everyone wants to go there and it's a sandwich and it's one of the cheaper options. Right. Um, you know, kind of get the biggest bang for your buck, like you just said. So with this one in closing, yeah, I mean, people, I know people that'll come to the park. The first thing I want to do is, go, oh yeah, Earl's sandwich. Boom. Got to go. There. Yep. Uh, I mean, when we checked in for the race. It was like three o'clock. We went and got an early early dinner, and it was like four thirty, and it still took us about fifteen minutes to get our sandwich. Right. And that, then that, and they're fast. They are not a slow yep. place. Like they pump them because they're kind of like Panera in how fast Panera gets their food out. They yep. have people working nonstop. It's pretty insane. So yeah, um, it's sad to see them go, but I understand why. It's not like yeah. it's a surprise. And I'll be, you know, wondering if they're going to move somewhere else you know i mean i'm because, sure they i'm that, sure they have the option to yeah because that area it lo- i think is they're just gonna knock those buildings down and just make it like an open area um so it's not like hey we're gonna knock it down and then build more buildings or put some over here right so i mean it would be dumb of them to you know completely kick them out or not give them another um area I mean, yeah, I mean they did let them they did let them come back to that spot when they had already decided to shut them down when um Anaheim backed out on the deal for the hotel. Yeah. So yeah. I mean I'm sure that they still have a good working relationship with them so I would expect uh, expect them to come somewhere. So yeah. keep an eye out if you are down there and you want to give us the scoop for anything that's potentially closing in the near future cuz I guarantee if anything's surprisingly closing uh, hey, they might be uh giving them a spot. Either that or right across the way there, there's a big vacant building. Used to be called the ESPN zone. So you got a whole bunch of seating. You got a kitchen in there. There you go. 
because I'm still waiting for Star Wars that trading post at uh, the old Rainforest Cafe to have the trading post, you know, store on the bottom and have like the Star Wars type dining up top. Not fancy like you know the the one in uh, the hotel over in uh, uh, Disney World. Yeah, like just no, no, something, no. You know, like an indoor uh, type because you'd be up high to make it perfect. But anyways, yeah. Rest. Uh, next, we have construction continues on downtown Disney District parking tram station at Disneyland Resort. We've been talking about this. It's, it's going to be a while. I mean, you, well, nothing the, nothing happens fast. Yeah, that they're uh, I think they're you know getting it ready for it to come back and move them pretty quick on it because it's just like the turnaround area up close. Yes. So yes, um, and that they were going from four trams to seven trams. So. Well, that's good Hopefully. news. That means they're going to be getting more people in and out. Right. Um, next, we have new Star Wars apparel lands at the Star Trader at Disneyland Park. That's the great place to go. Um, Connor is very jealous of that because that is the only park that has you can get park merchandise outside of the park. You no, cannot no, 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 get. No, no, no. no, this is Star Traders in Disneyland Park. Oh, in the park. I thought you this... meant the one outside because I, I will say the one outside. Yeah. The park, Rainforest Cafe, that's the only yep. one in the world where you can get park yep. merchandise outside of the park. Yep. Also, Star, so, also, I'm sorry, Star Traders is the one over by Star Tours yeah, where you get yeah, the so um, the keychains and the Arab, Arabesh and all that stuff. Yep, yeah, because I thought, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I look at it, I'm like, hold on, wait, no, this is inside the park. I'm like, ooh, so now they're – so I wonder how long when uh, that this stuff starts appearing at um, uh, out, Outpost. Uh, yeah, outpost, uh, I would I say it's probably not going to be as soon as we hope, but I mean, no, because I want I want I want everything to 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 be available now. I'm I'm not a patient person, and I just want to I don't know I want I want to be able to get it outside of the park so I can I have my friends go down there and get it for me, right? Or yeah, without having to get a ticket and go in there just to get you know a shirt or a spirit jersey that you like exactly exactly you know um refurbishment continues on the finding nemo submarine voyage in disneyland um that thing is just a fart trap so i'm kind of like whatever don't care right. about that because it's just it's a place for people to fart i know someone yeah. who's done it on purpose right where you go in and out just to be a jerk so yeah um the mandalorian droid factory set at disneyland what What's the Mandalorian droid factory? Uh, no, it's the, the Mandalorian droid factory set at Disneyland. Oh, okay, 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 so okay, it's, okay. It's, it's all the yes. little tiny droids, and it's like five yes. or six of them or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Disneyland Magic Key Holders can get a Book of Boba Fett postcard pack at Downtown Disney District. Congratulations. If you get one, let me um, do this. This next thing, though. Has been my favorite thing I've seen all year. It's only two weeks in. Um, there's a hilarious anti chapic sign spotted at Magic Kingdom during the 2022 Walt Disney World Half Marathon, where it was you you guys are running this race better than Bob Chapic runs Disney, and it was like people were legit stopping and laughing when they were running because that's how un, unexpected it was, and there was a park employee. A, a cast member right next to the sign, like what, ten feet, right? 
No, exactly. And it's perfect. You know, like you said, it says run Disney better than Chappic. And it's just a guy holding up. It's not like a, you know, he went out, made a fancy sign. No, it's cardboard. (laughs) The Sharpies. Cardboard sign. Yeah. With the Sharpie on it. It's like, oh my God. I thought it was going to be like something. The guy went down to, you know, Kinko's and whatnot, got it made up. Nope. Just, you know, opened up a, a cardboard box and, you know, some Sharpie and there you go. Yeah. Um, so funny. Um, Walt Disney World is raising prices on nearly all snacks, foods, soft drinks, and alcoholic beverages. It's called inflation, my friends, so get used to it. No big news there because it happens all the time. Well, and um, remember when they had that, uh, another thing is, is when they had that, uh, oh, what is it, the investor's call or whatnot? Remember the one head of food and beverages said we're going to raise prices because uh, maybe that way the waistline of our, um, you know, guests will go down. Said that you got a lot of backlash oh, for it. Well, yeah, hold, here you go. And and look at it. Snacks. Well, food could be anything. Soft drinks and alcoholic beverages. All stuff that isn't healthy. And I know the Dole Whip went up like a, the biggest increase was a Dole Whip by a dollar. Um, the Mickey um, bars went up by 25 cents, like all stuff that really isn't the, um, you know, that's high in calories um, and probably sugar went up. So there you go. So she's here we go. Yeah, exactly. And and, and like you said, you know, inflation and whatnot too, but you know, it's kind of interesting that she, that, that you would make that comment. It's like, um, you understand, like, they're kind of giving you the paycheck when they buy this stuff. And then you go and basically say, oh, we're going to raise prices because they're too fat. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Well, they're, they're raising prices. And hopefully with those raised prices, they can afford cases for the lightsabers <laughs> because Savvy's Workshop was giving plastic bags instead of the lightsaber carrier, which the only reason why I would buy the lightsaber is for with the carrier. I wouldn't buy it otherwise. Right. And they're still charging full price, but then they did decide to provide discounts because of that because people complained. And then the Droid Depot at Disney's Hollywood Studios ran out of the cardboard carrying boxes, giving guests plastic bags instead. That's ridiculous because guess what? The part of the experience is that is that cardboard box because you're carrying it around like it's a pet. Yep. It's not. It's part of the experience. So that's very disappointing. Right. I'm not exactly. And I'm not I, happy I mean, with that. I'd be mad too. You know, Savvy's workshop. So you got to go in there. You're paying 200 bucks for this lightsaber, um, and then they give you a plastic bag. And the guy's like, "Okay, well, I I want then give me a discount or something." They said no. So he goes to guest relations and said, "This is what I get. I want a discount." And they say no. He's like, "Are you ki- are you kidding me?" So what's the next logical thing you do? Well, you go to social media and blast them, which has every right to. It's like I pay how much for this? It's not like the forty dollar one or whatnot. Um, you know, and you give it to me and you literally give it to me. My carrier is a plastic bag that you would put this guy's keychain in. Like, and you're not going to give me a discount, then give me a rain check for it or something where I could get it online or whatever it is. So yep. Then, like you said, lo and behold, oh, hey, uh, we'll give it to you at a, at a discounted price. Like, well, yeah, I, I got a plastic bag. It's like I'm very buying a sweatshirt here and you're going to put it in there. It's so crazy. That's just so crazy, man. Right. Um, 
And my favorite one, another another good one. There was another guest fight caught on camera at Walt Disney World. And this time it was in Toy Story Land. And this time it got aggressive to where they were almost assaulting the cast member. And yeah. you assault a cast member, you ain't going to be going back to Disney anytime soon. That's for sure. Because that's right. a big no-no. That's a big... Fighting alone in the park is a no-no. But, yeah, don't don't be it's not worth it just so everyone knows no matter how much you hate someone no matter how much this person insults you do not ever get into a fight in an amusement park because they're going to be on you like you faster than you can ever think and it's not just going to affect you there it's going to affect you in everything else because guess what they got people who are probably are work for the government still that work for them as well so they're going to know. So it was dumb. You didn't see much. You just saw a bunch of people on the ground. But yeah. it and was yeah. it was embarrassing. Yeah, and it looks like it's a lot of teenagers that were doing uh, it. Yeah. These aren't grown adults or anything like that. It's, it's no. kids. And it looks like a mix of male and female. So it could have been somebody said something about somebody's girlfriend or whatnot who, you know, you, just, you, and that's the problem. You never know. And you just, don't yeah, want to know being it here, actually watching the video. Oh, hold on. Wait, actually it looks like teenagers on top, but then at the very bottom, look like two grown men coming up. I don't know. Anyways, be smart. Yep. Be smart. Don't get caught. Um, Remy's read, read adventure to open standby queue, eliminate virtual queue at Epcot. And it's now available during early entry for resort guests at Epcot. And um, that didn't take long. That's like web slingers right there. Exactly. And then, oh, so in the Walt Disney World has begun hiring for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. So I thought they were delaying it, but they're not. So that's pretty awesome. Did you put your application in? I wish, man. And then new, <laughs> hold on. New Droid Factory Mystery Crate action figures roll into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studio. So I'm assuming they're smaller droids than the regular droids. Yeah, and it's it's in a box, and obviously it's like blacked out, so you can't see what it is. It's like the Kyber crystals or whatnot. You don't know what you're gonna get. Also, you open it up, and and you're hoping for the black crystal. That's what everyone wants is the black crystal. Right. Yeah. Ex- exactly. So. On this one, I don't, you know, I don't know which one is the, um, you know, if the desirable one. one. <laughs> yeah, the desirable one, or if they made a limited. It's probably going to take a minute because uh, usually what happens is, is you try and see people, people do the unboxings, and you try and find the one that is the least seen. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Well, we'll see soon enough, and we'll let you know. This one here is insane. So, for those that don't know, um, Disneyland, when you first walk in, there's a store on the right. And when you walk in, it looks a little bit fancier and it has a vault. It's a legit like bank vault in the, the building. And that's where they usually put the most expensive items. And last time I was there, there was a uh, crystal castle in there for $25,000. This one, they have a $250,000 crystal covered Cinderella castle by Arib- is it Aribus. Arebus Brothers, and it arrives at Walt Disney World. That is insane. Right. Well, I mean, it's just like the watch that they had for, what, 50 grand or 10 grand or whatever it is. All That's true. You're going to be getting a, a lot of stuff uh, coming out like this. 50th anniversary, they always make limited edition stuff, whether it's, you know, the $10,000 
uh, watch or however much it was. Obviously, this is going to be a one of one. I mean, if you want to spend um, a quarter of a million dollars and get it, I know you said you were going to get two just in case the one breaks, you have a backup. So, dude, um, I would not. If I had that much money, I would not be doing that. I would be buying a place to stay in Florida we could all go to and we can go to Disney World and not have to stay anywhere, man. Right. That's what I would do. Right. Just make sure it's on a golf course. So. Hey, we'll get a couple get a couple rounds in before we go. The the right. the, the, the the wife and the, the wives and kids can go to have breakfast, and then we'll go, golf. Go and we'll meet up them halfway through. We'll catch up with them. Yep, exactly. And the thing is, is with with uh, with this castle, there, um, like you said, the Arebus or Arebus brothers are usually the ones that do um, a lot of these high end ones. So, oh looks, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It looks beautiful. Um, I want to say it's 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 decently tall too. Like, you know, it's it not, looks yeah, pretty they, big. It looks pretty have, big. Yeah. They have some of them where it's, it's tiny, but it's just because it's all diamonds. Um, or this one, I want to see if it says, um, how tall it is. Quarter of a million dollars. Um, Oh, limited edition of 50 pieces worldwide. That makes it even more expensive, so that makes sense. Yeah, handset crystal stones piece took uh, 3,835 hours to complete. Each piece is made to order within six months, so you're getting it like... Oh, wow. So they're literally building them for you. Yeah, they're building them. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't say how tall it is. I wish it would say that because it looks like... uh, well, I think it's, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if you're gonna get it, you're gonna go there to get it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Same as buying the droid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and from from looking at the picture, I'd say it's at least you know two, if not maybe two and a half feet tall, just because they have the high top spire. So it could be two feet tall, but then with the top spire, it's two and a half. But exactly like, anything. It's I mean, hopefully, it's beautiful for quarter of a shmill dollars if you guys want to get it for me i'll get you guys my address um salt and straw has announced march 22 2022 opening window at disney springs which is kind of awesome I, I feel like the disney uh disney downtown so they had disney springs and then downtown disney in, in california they're kind of mimicking each other trying to add similar places and i think it's because they realize some people travel to both and they look for that fat the quick you're you're it you're at Disneyland, and then you go to Disney World, and you're looking for um, the Wolfgang Puck Quick Service Jazz Kitchen, and you, you don't have it because it's not there. So yeah. I've noticed a lot of places that are over there are coming over here and vice versa. So um, guests, Disney's Magical Express Bus is now being quickly – okay, here we go. Here, Here is the amazingness. So the first news we got oh, – hold on. The first news we got was that guests were missing flights due to communication failure between Walt Disney World and Mirrors as the Magical Express was going away. Then you had the problem of the the, the they're basically being really quickly converted, like fast. And then guests are still receiving Disney's Magical Express emails with a broken link. And then right after all the problems with people getting to the airport, they announced they're raising the price of the service to $250. And it's like, are you guys trying to screw this up from day one? From day one. Right. Well, and the thing is, they got you. 
Yeah. You know. But yeah, no, that's is a very very interesting, and I know we use that. Well, you use the Magical Express when you were there, and we used the the Mirrors Connect, but it wasn't the bus; it was just basically a van with a whole bunch of us. Which packed, which I assume because from what I've heard, they're going to be upgrading the um. Uh, I think that's what they're trying to do. Is they're trying to? I think they're going to end up with a bunch of butt of vans as well because people yeah. are not going to want to pay for it, and you're not going to get the the same service. I don't think that you want that you normally would get. So I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I feel like there's a lot of there's gonna be a lot of issues with this, and it's expected because you're transitioning from one thing to another. Yeah, and it's a popular um, transportation service out of the Orlando airport that services. Um, not lots only, of places, yeah. Uh, Disney World Resort, but a lot of different hotels. Um, in the I mean, it's, it's Orlando, it's a big area, so exactly. And the last thing on our agenda is the 2022 dated ornament has arrived at Walt Disney World for $26.99. Which here's the thing though, is the Disney World does have the 24 7 Christmas store, so that makes sense that they have it there first just because, um. They have it's it doesn't it have it has the numbers falling off the front, I believe. And it's like it's always Christmas. It's always got ornaments and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited for that because it means Christmas is only it's just right around the corner. Right. I got to start my Christmas shopping right now. Pretty much. Well, I mean, when they have Christmas stuff coming out, and you know, July, August, I mean, there you go. So it's only really what, six months until you start seeing Christmas stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, um. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you, everyone, for coming through. Mr. J, thank you for sharing your experience with us through Tim, uh, Justin, Connor, everyone that listens. It's greatly appreciated. Um, and make sure you guys go to our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast gaming. So for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>